from Las Vegas Creatives. My name's Brianna and I'm going to be your guide to the city of Las Vegas where I will be unveiling the stories of all of our amazing creatives, makers, entrepreneurs, and community changers. And I'm really excited to get into this introduction and tell you what Socialista is all about. So today I'm going to be diving deeper into what the Socialista podcast actually is, how I got started on it, and what you as a listener can expect from this podcast. So to give you a little bit more detail, uh, with the Socialista podcast is planning to interview and highlight the stories of all of the Las Vegas creatives, makers, entrepreneurs, community changers, anybody who's involved with making this community more tight-knit. So what I mean by that is oftentimes when people hear Las Vegas, they think of a vacation spot or a place they go with their friends for a weekend to go to parties, get drunk, gamble, kind of have that time to really just let loose. And while that's amazing, and obviously this is what the city has been known for for a long time and is, um, has really capitalized on that, I really wanted to show people what's going on behind the scenes because if you've never been to Las Vegas or maybe you've only been on the strip and that's all where that's the only place you've stayed there's actually houses here you know people live here it's not just shopping malls and casinos it's neighborhoods community schools restaurants stores boutiques all that sort of amazing things another like normal city would have but a lot of people don't consider because it's Las Vegas um and to give you a little bit more backstory on myself and where I kind of play into all of this and how I came up with this idea for a podcast per se um I am 24. I lived on the East Coast, specifically in New Jersey, my whole life. Um, And I never left the East Coast. I uh, traveled to Europe once for about two weeks, um, but never took the time to explore the rest of the United States, um, the West Side at least. Or West Side, that sounds kind of bad. Um, (laughs) The Western Front, per se. Uh, I, the farthest west I've ever traveled before moving to Las Vegas was uh, Nashville and Tennessee. So I truly had no idea what was out here. I was one of those people who thought Las Vegas was just the strip. And people, again, came here to let loose and kind of go crazy and waste their money. And you always see, like, the pictures of, like, people in Ve- like, we're in Vegas and... I don't know. I feel like you when you hear friends like coming back, like you hear those wild, crazy stories. And when I first found out that I was moving here because this was no means by choice, um, I found out last November 2016 
um, my partner was being stationed out here at the Air Force Base. And when I found out, I was utterly like scared. I did not want to move out here. I thought it was just the strip. I literally thought we were going to be living on the strip. Like, no lie, like boarded up in one of the casinos. And that sounds crazy, but like because I've never have even been to Las Vegas or like the only thing I knew about Las Vegas is what I've seen in movies was it was scary to me because I, um, you know, growing up, I've never really been interested in going to Las Vegas or like the crazy party scene I guess so to just put it like point blank I did not want to move here I almost like told my partner like see you later like cool have fun um I'm not going and when I find it was finally time to like think about actually like moving out here I you know was going to embrace the idea of moving somewhere new, but deep down I was like, I truly don't want to leave my little South Jersey bubble. Like, this is not what I want my life to be, blah, blah, blah. Um, So two weeks before I was scheduled to actually move out here, I booked a flight to visit and um, check out the house that I was going to be living in and just kind of visit the city and see what was going on here. I had an interview also lined up, so the whole point was to come to the interview that same weekend that I would be visiting. Um, And you guys, I was totally blown away. I flew in late at night. Okay, so to to give you like the little stereotypical like panic that I was having so scared and did not really want to move here, but was trying to keep an open mind. Um, The first night I was flying out of Philadelphia to Las Vegas. It's a five hour flight. So not horrible, but also your butt kind of hurts sitting in the plane that long. Um, It's funny. I flew out on a Friday night to Las Vegas and the whole plane ride was just people like screaming and being like yes Vegas like being kind of crazy I guess like the stereotypical like flight I guess you would think of if people are going to a party city these people are already like ready to go I definitely saw some interesting sights um people walking straight off the flight already in their like party uniforms I guess you can say um ready to be out for a night on the town of Vegas to optimize that party, party, go, go, go. (laughs) Um, So first little like check mark, I'm like, oh God, this is going to be terrible. Um, So it was nighttime, so I really didn't see anything when I first um, flew in. Obviously a lot of lights kind of popping out of the desert Um, in the middle of nowhere because Las Vegas is literally in the middle of nowhere in the desert. I really didn't get like a good glimpse of Las Vegas until the next day. Um, But as we were driving away from the airport, I was like, okay, we're kind of driving pretty far. Like there's a lot of neighborhoods, it looks like. I can see some, um, you know, like lights out in the distance. So I'm like, okay, like definitely not what I expected. Again, I thought I would be like living practically on the strip. So, you know, the day passed and as we're kind of 
exploring the city for the first time, I realized that like normal people live here. And it took me some more time to realize that not until after I'm actually moved out here two weeks after that first trip, I start to realize like Las Vegas is a community. It's not just the strip as a lot of people will make it out to be. Real humans live here. People have children and they go to school and there's shops and business owners and radio hosts and chefs and you know all those things that like you don't really consider when you're thinking of a big city especially sin city so i was really amazed to just actually find out that there were humans here i guess um not to say people who go on the strip are not humans because i've been on the strip a few times especially when uh playing playing tour guide with the family. I I definitely have been there quite a few times already, but, um, yeah. So I eventually like kind of settled into living in our little neighborhood, which is actually on the very Northwest corner of the city. So like the mountains are my front yard technically. Yeah. Side note, Vegas has mountains. I know I said it was in the middle of the desert, but like if you've never really looked or never been here, the valley is surrounded by mountains and it's absolutely beautiful. And that's not something I thought I would have said about the city. Um, the city is absolutely gorgeous. You know, there's things to do, not just indoors. There's Vegas is really known for some of its like beautiful um, hiking trails. There's places like Red Rock Canyon. Um, Mount Charleston is about 20 minutes from my house. And there's actually like trees up there and it gets kind of cold in the winter and it snows, which is kind of weird to me still because I think desert, like it's hot all the time, which it is. It does get really hot here for warning in the summer. It's like 120 degrees every single day. Yeah. So as I was taking the time to actually explore this community and talk to people who lived here for a while or just moved here or or actually working in Las Vegas, not on the Strip, I start to realize how tight-knit this community really is and that there's people who are trying to shift the way that Las Vegas is viewed and really just make make a culture for this city. Just people who love this city and want to show people they love this city. Really, I was just kind of taken aback because growing up in a small town, of course, you know, there wasn't a lot of people. Um, I think my high school graduated, my graduating class was like 400, um, 400 kids. And the town itself was pretty small, a lot of smaller surrounding towns around it, right outside of Philadelphia. Um, you know, and there were some restaurants and antique shops and that sort of thing, but I never really felt that sense of community, as crazy as that sounds, coming from, like, a small town in Jersey. I, not until after I moved to Vegas and started, like, connecting with people did I really feel like I found a place that I feel like is home and I feel like a place that embraces other community members that's the one amazing thing about this city 
I'm going to tell you right now is especially if you move out here or you live here and you just haven't taken the time to get to know other people is that the community is so wonderful. They really take the time to get to know who you are and try to help you out in any way. Um, That's kind of how this whole podcast started was in a greedy sense, you know, I just moved here, my partner's in the military and didn't know anybody other than like going to work. I did not know anybody. I didn't have any friends. (laughs) I wanted to really just meet new people. And long behold, as I started like going downtown on um, Fremont Street and like going to coffee shops and just talking to other people did I really find like I guess a purpose or I really found out that there was the people here are so friendly the whole like original starting of this podcast was wow well I'm talking to like all these cool people I want to meet more people and like I want to have friends and that sort of thing because like I'm an introvert and I was so scared to talk to like new people but this was supposed to be a way of like breaking me out of my shell but then as I started talking to more and more and more people who are deeply rooted in downtown and in the Las Vegas community did I realize okay I really need to just like sit down with these people and pick their brains and see why they love Las Vegas and why they're here so that's what this has really developed into I want to focus on the people behind the scenes, which I explained a little bit earlier. You know, the people you don't see when you come to Vegas for a weekend. Like the artists and products that are made here by makers. Like my friend Emma um, of Desert Daisy Jewelry. Like she makes these gorgeous crystal jewelry that like if you didn't take the time to like talk with other people and connect and like go to the shop that she has a residency at, you would have never known. Um, Of course, I'm going to get into like guests that we can expect later on the podcast, but the whole point of the Socialista podcast is to give a voice to those people who are trying to make a change in Las Vegas, the people who are behind the scenes and, you know, don't really get the recognition that they so deserve from not only just locals, but people who are coming to visit here. Again, I've said it 20 times already, Las Vegas is thought of as Sin City and a place to go where you can party on the Strip, but there's so much more to that, as I already explained. Um, And I want their voices to be heard, and I want there to be this sense of community. I want people to be knowledgeable and to understand this community better when they do come and visit here. Um, So, Whether this podcast helps you learn more about Las Vegas or gives you some people you could possibly network with, I'm just happy that I have the chance to work on this. And again, I said it before, I did say this a little bit earlier growing up, even into my adulthood, I was really, really an introvert and speaking to new people was really scary to me, but... I think since moving here, because everyone really does embrace not just new people, but embrace other people's stories, I was really able to find some comfort here. And I want to give back in that sense. I want I want to do a service to the city that has already done so much for me and has been so supportive. Um, and that's really what Socialista is all about. 
The name Socialista originally came to mind because when I first started this company, Socialista, um, it was a content marketing brand, which it still is, but um, yeah, so I was thinking of some cute names for the company, and I was like, oh, well, Socialista is really cute because it combines the word social or social media with uh, Ista, which to me, um, whenever you hear Ista on the end of a word, like fashionista or passionista, those sorts of words, um, it's somebody who's really devoted to their mission and their work. So that's why I combined it, the two, being somebody who is devoted to their their creative work and um, socializing with other people and collaborating with others. So I started out working with some small businesses, doing some content marketing for them, such as writing blogs and um, working on websites and that sort of deal. Um, But once I started to getting to know other small business owners and just other locals better, I was finding out through these conversations, the amazing stories of 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 the community. And I then was like, well, I want people to know these stories and, you know, I don't want to just keep this to myself as valuable as it is. It would be so valuable for others to hear it as well, especially, you know, it would be, it's great for not only other locals who live here and just don't really know what's going on around the city in downtown. It's great for tourists and for people who are planning a visit here. Yeah, Socialista is something that I, I kind of live and embody now. Um, to, now, with the podcast, this this uh, this name Socialista really just means somebody who's devoted and, and curious and thirsty to know more about their community and to collaborate with, with these creative people. And with this project, I'm trying to get as many community members involved as possible. So I actually have been collaborating with Ferguson's Downtown, which used to be the Ferguson's Motel. Um, I'm going to be using one of their tiny homes to be recording this podcast. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm really, really happy to be fostering a great relationship with Ferguson's. So yeah, I'll be in the heart of downtown recording with all of these amazing people. So I'm super happy about that. So quick little thank you to Ferguson's. Um, But also I'll be featuring local musicians on the podcast and playing their songs. So you can expect after um, the episodes, a new song from a different local musician. Um, I have some exciting people that I'll be featuring in the next few episodes, such as um, Camden West and uh, Daniel Park. So make sure you listen all the way through because you'll be able to hear some of their new singles. Um, For guests, I'm really, really happy that I had a chance to sit down with some people already. And um, you can expect to hear an interview with Alex and Bree from Minimal Market. I'll also have a really exciting episode sitting down with DJ Wisdom and Daniel Park. So there's a lot of exciting people that you can expect to be hearing. Um, Of course, I'm always open to recommendations. Um, Again, I am quite new here. I have only lived here since March, March of 2017. So I do have quite a few people on my radar and on my list of to interview 
But if you have anybody that um, you know or you really think somebody could use or you think somebody really could use their voice out there or you want others to know more about, please, please shoot me an email. Um, I can link all of my information below. So if you have any recommendations for people to interview or uh, local musicians to have on the episodes, I would absolutely love that. And I do invite you to do that. Okay, guys, make sure you're following along and staying updated on the podcast by following the Instagram page, which is at Socialista LV, or the Facebook page. Again, if you just search Socialista LV, it'll pop right up there. Um, Go ahead and send us any direct messages if you have any recommendations of people you want to hear or musicians you would like featured on the podcast. I would absolutely love that, and I look forward to reading those. Or you could always email me. It's socialista.llc at gmail.com. And I'm so excited to hear what you guys have to say. Make sure you um, rate and subscribe to the podcast. That's how I know people are enjoying it. And um, leave me a review if there's anything um, that you think we could uh you think i can improve on or just something you would like to hear in the podcast go ahead and do that um and share with your friends because that's how people are gonna know about what's going on in las vegas thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode of the socialista podcast i'm so happy that you took the time out of your day to give a listen and again um the only way people can really find out about this podcast and learn more about the amazing people here is by uh, word of mouth and sharing it to them. So I would really appreciate if you did that. And now you're listening to Is It You by Camden West.
to Is It You by Camden West. Make sure you go follow him at Camden West Music on Instagram and Twitter. To find his singles and albums, you can go to iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and Pandora. And make sure you go see him live at Virgil's on January 26th, doors opening at 7 p.m. I would like to give a quick thank you to Chop808 for the theme music and Abby Paulus for the most beautiful podcast art. So make sure you just tune in next Friday for a fun episode with Minimal Market. 